It's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Whoo, boy. Thursday got here quick. I'm talking about. I mean, it was Monday, and I went blink. It's Tuesday. It's Thursday. I don't even know what happened to Wednesday. It is Thursday in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau. Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. What a fun show this is going to be. I got a feeling this is going to be a fun show. Entertaining? Eh, we'll see. (laughs) Informative? Mm. Meh, who knows? Fun? You bet. You bet. It's going to be fun for me. It's my job to make it fun for you. I'll do the best I can. Welcome in. Welcome in. Lots of ways for you to be a part of the show today. I hope you will do that. It means so much to me. I I don't do a good enough job of expressing that. I'm like most men. Not all, but most men. In that I don't do a very good job of expressing my thoughts and feelings and emotions all the time. I take too much for granted. And if you are someone, you, you preemptively have my permission that if you are someone who you ever feel like I am taking you for granted, like I am not showing you the appreciation that you deserve, whether it be friend or coworker or listener, whatever, tell me because I don't want to do that. I really want to let you know how much I appreciate you. And I really appreciate you listening to the show, and I really appreciate you texting and commenting. It just kind of, it's like, it's like, Adding grease to the wheel, man. Those ball, those wheels spin so much smoother. We put a little grease on the ball bearings there, and your comments kind of get the conversation going, and I just appreciate it so much. And, by the way, Thibodeau, if you are listening out there in listener land, Thibodeau, I did get your message, and I am going to call you. Um, we, you know, of course, I, I don't think I saw it until a little bit later last night. Went to bed early. Been busy all morning with stuff and here on the show, but I'm gonna get hit hit you up. And even if you're on a mower somewhere this afternoon, Thibodeau, I expect you to answer. <laughs> Kidding. You know, but feel free to shoot me a text back. Uh, so speaking of all of that, you can be a part of the show. There's lots of ways to do it. If you're on the live stream, hey to y'all. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, feel free to type in a comment right there. Drop it in the comments, and I'll be able to see it and be a part of the show. For example, Just like this, the first YouTube comment we got today was from Sven. He's going back to yesterday's show. He says, but back to yesterday's topic, you still didn't tell us who your number one quarterback in the SEC is, Matt. I think right now just the the combination of dual threat, size, experience, everything else, I probably at this point would go with K.J. Jefferson, Arkansas, as my number one. But – We'll get more information shortly. It won't be long. Do y'all realize, do you realize where we are right now on August the 3rd? Hold on a minute and think about it. Get, get the wheels turning up there, upstairs. Think. You know where we are on today, Thursday, August the 3rd? Y'all, football is Football is back, sort of. (laughs) The NFL preseason begins tonight. It's the Hall of Fame game. 
Aaron Rodgers and the Jets versus the Browns and all their backups. <laughs> I have no earthly idea if Aaron Rodgers is going to take a snap or not. But man alive. Real tackle football in uniforms and Mike Tirico calling the play. All a few hours from right now. Yeah, and I think it is on NBC. I hit the NBC music. I think that's where it is. So, so officially, football, tackle football that you and I love is back. I know we've had these other leagues in Canada. Canadian count. Okay. No offense to the guys playing. I'm sure it's great. If you're playing in the Canadian League, it's awesome. You get paid to do it. Wonderful. Doesn't count for us. <laughs> High school, college, NFL. Okay. And we got the NFL going preseason on us uh, here tonight. So, and then we wait, what, uh, nine more days, ten more days to watch another preseason game because they'll, they'll play them all next weekend. So, look, it's, that's why I say football is back, sort of. But you, I don't, y'all, listen, I don't watch live television anymore. Without exception. I don't watch live television. Unless it's a ball game. So, Really, it's like today I've got to remind myself how to go to our TV, one of these smart TVs in the house. It's so smart that I can't do it. <laughs> but I, how to go to one of these smart TVs and turn on something live that's not a YouTube video or a movie or something on Prime that we bought four years ago. You know, like I'm, I can't tell you how many times I've watched Home Alone and The Good, Bad, and the Ugly, okay, and Sandlot and The Natural, okay, and Spencer's Mountain. Can't tell you how many times I watch those things on <laughs> and the Andy Griffith show. Okay, on Prime. So we got real live television to watch tonight, and I'll be watching it with you. Yeah, KJ Jefferson, that would be my deal. Uh Marcus says, hey, on YouTube, gave us a hail state on the live stream. Uh Kobe commenting said, How many games do you think state's gonna win? I don't know. I'm not there yet. I do a, I do a really poor job of getting all invested in predicting wins and losses. We gotta see them play first. Uh, they ought to win more than pe- most people think, though. I'll put it that way. And, look, you can be a part of the show. You can text me on the Country Pleasing text line. The number to text is 885-3776. The 601 number. 885-3776. Text away. I'll get it here. You can also uh, remember it this way. It's 885-ESPN. That's a good way to remember it. 885-ESPN. You can also call me on the Divini phone, the Divini Equipment phone line, Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. You are a Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact. It means Divini's been doing it better, longer than anyone else right here at home at Divini. Walton, thanks for the Gladiator gif. I like that movie, Russell Crowe's Gladiator. He says, oh, you're not entertained. Yeah. Classic, turns it into a meme, rightfully so. Uh, the unnamed texter has hit us up, and he says, for this year, upset alert, MSU 24, LSU 13. I'm talking, it ain't even September yet, and we've got that game on upset alert. We're a month away. We haven't started practice yet, and we've got a score. <laughs> we even know. The real unnamed texter apparently knows who is and isn't going to be healthy by the time we get to that ball game. I like it, though. I like it. Jake from Yazoo. What's up, Jake? He texts the show, and he says, it's getting so close to football season. He says, so close, I've started eating grass. Let's go. 
Jake, are you an LSU fan? I mean, only an LSU fan would lovingly refer to eating grass, right? Because of the Les Miles deal a few years ago. I had no idea Jake was an LSU fan. <laughs> uh, Steven Texas show, country please and text line says, Matt, I noticed the Mississippi State basketball team can make shots now. Do you know when we can purchase our final four tickets? Man, I, look, we've had, we have had, okay, one prediction of an upset of LSU with a specific score, and now we have Steven asking, where do you go ahead and buy final four tickets? Because Chris Jans has got them hitting three-point shots. <laughs> I will say this, Stephen. This is one thing I, I can say. I, I do believe it's going to be really tough for teams to triple-team Tolu Smith all year long again, like they did last year. It's going to be really tough. They've got shooters now, for sure. Um, he says, it's my third favorite sport, and I'm excited about basketball in August. And I'll tell you something right there. You know, you're... you're your eyes don't your eyes don't fool you that often now this is what i'm gonna so since since okay the unnamed texture made a bold prediction of a mississippi state upset of lsu in basketball and since steven you're saying you're going to go ahead and buy final four tickets even though you're saying basketball is your third favorite sport i'm going to make another prediction for you you ready i'll, I'll triple this thing up on you Pretty soon, Stephen, basketball ain't going to be your third favorite sport. It won't be long now. I'm like you. It's August, and they're going to beat some people this year. And a guy who's going to have a front row seat for all of it, even better than that, I'm talking about not even front row. I'm talking about like on the court seat for all of it, is the man on the radio. You know him as Neil Price and Hale State Voice on social media. And I'm telling you, I just – I love the way he calls a ball game. Handoff, Marks sliding left. Marks to the three, to the two, to the one. Touchdown! Touchdown! State wins it in overtime. Griffin from the goal line. Straight ahead, 5-10 between the hashes. 15-20-30 breaks the tackle there. Angling left, 35-40. He's into the open field. Tulu says Tulu on the opening kickoff. Touchdown, MSU. There are no flags. Come on. No flags, and he's on your radio right now as we speak. Hail State voice. He is Neil Price, play-by-play announcer, Mississippi State football and basketball. Neil, little goosebumps, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not trying to, to butter your bread there, but gave me some goof, goosebumps here in those calls. How you doing? I'm getting ready for it. Uh, it'll be here uh, before we know it. You know, I mean, less than five weeks now, uh, if you can believe that. And practice getting started tomorrow morning. Um, it's go time. It's. <laughs> I love it. It's go time. I'll leave it to that man to figure out how to sum it up. It is go time. And Neil. So speaking of go time, I want to start here for for everybody listening to the show. If you're tuning in, you know it means you like sports content if you're watching listening right now you like sports content well you got something new this year with neil it's going to be awesome the dog daily podcast with neil price coming straight out of deep inside the athletics department at mississippi state neil tell me a little bit about the uh, podcast you're kicking off this week well um 
you know, we thought August would be a good time to uh, to kind of get it going uh, because there's no shortage of things to talk about, including the start of uh, football training camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've been able to capitalize, too, on uh, this great trip to Portugal uh, that uh, the basketball team has uh, has been able to put together. And, uh, boy, how exciting that's been, I mean, to, to talk about some guys that are you're going to be new faces to a lot of people uh, who follow the program, but I think that they're, they're going to be names that you're going to come to know and love uh, based on what we've seen in, in three games. So there was a lot we could talk about there and sprinkle in, you know, watch list season and uh, a lot of the football players winding up on some of those preseason awards watch lists and being able to talk about that. And I had, uh, golly, three days, I guess, uh, been two weeks ago now uh to sit down with about uh 70 75 members of the football team and, and just talk to them about start a camp um kind of their expectations for the season uh get an idea of who the leaders and the people they look up to on the team are uh you know so we just had a lot of stuff that was kind of in the bank that that you could talk about and and maybe just you know have a conversation with fans about a really exciting time so that that's the that's just kind of the genesis of it and uh i have had fun with the first three um you know and 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 we'll see how it goes uh you know support's been good for it so far and i appreciate that mm-hmm. and uh you're just trying to give everybody in in the morning at least something that's just concise and you you've got what you need to go to the water cooler that day or to the office that day and and, and be able to strike up a conversation with with a fellow state fan about uh, about your favorite team sure neil price on your radio get the new dog daily podcast out um and and going forward you'll have it so so neil for those listening two questions where do they go and and make sure they can go and subscribe and listen to it and then two you've put out some feelers you'd love to hear from people too in terms of like what they want to talk about ideas stories they'd like to hear so like Cover that ground for us here on the radio. Yeah, sure. So uh, you can you can subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you just need to search wherever you you get your podcast from, whether that's Apple or, or Spotify or, or any other service that's out there. Uh, the Hale State Plus Podcast Network. So you get Dog Daily, but you also get uh, Dear Old State with uh, Joel Coleman and Logan Lowry. And Joel and Logan have got a really good series going right now uh where where they've sat down with some football players a good many of them i'd say Mm -hmm. close to 50 or more that they sat down with uh in in the course of uh you know a couple three days and put some interviews together leading into camp uh and they've been in the midst of that series now for about the last week and a half uh so you get all those too you can go back and listen to the archive and um, some other seasonal podcasts that are coming out. Uh, soccer will be the one that will start up here. Uh, matter of fact, their first episode is tomorrow uh, to kind of look ahead at their season. So all that's on the Hill State Plus Podcast Network. Uh, just search that, hit subscribe. All those be delivered to you daily. Uh, and then, uh, you know, in terms of the, the putting the feelers out, you know, I've, I've had a couple tweets back today and, you know, People think I'm being a little bit ambiguous, I think, in, or they want me to be more specific when I say if you have a question about Hale State Athletics. And, and you know, I don't want to be too specific because I want to know what fans want to talk about. 
not everybody may want to talk about, um, well, this is a bad example. Everybody wants to talk about football, surely, right now, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're starved for it. Uh, yeah. There'll be a bunch of people who watch some bad football tonight <laughs> in the Hall of Fame so. game be glad to see it. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's um, – I just want to have a, a two-way discussion with our fan base as much as we can. Uh, so if it's, you know, what do you think about this guy with regard to training camp or this group with regard to training camp, you know, or um, I, I'm glad to answer that. Who do you think will will be a breakout player? Who do you think the breakout players could be? I think it could be anything like that. Um, just basically what's on your mind, state fan. And uh, what do you want to talk about? And let's let's get some of that stuff going where you feel like that you you've got a say in, in what we're doing, and it's not just me every day sitting up there talking into the wind. Uh, I'd, I'd love for it to be a two way conversation. So if something's on your mind, tweet it to me um, at Hale State Voice. Uh, use the hashtag Dog Daily. Just helps me find it faster. And uh, yeah. Let's let's talk, and uh, I'd love to do that, especially on Fridays. I, I kind of had this thing in my mind that Fan Mail Friday kind of sounded like a good segment, uh, oh, yeah. you know. But uh, but we can do it any day, you know. So sure, uh, you got something? Tweet it to me, and and yeah, let's talk. Neil Price on your radio, and if you are watching the live stream right now, uh, you can see that Twitter handle right there on the screen at Hale State Voice, so you can tweet your questions and things you might want to get into. Neil, you mentioned getting a chance to recently talked with a lot of football players. Um, any of those kind of stand out at uh, to you that you came out of or, or guys you would tell us that you really enjoyed talking to who might have been, you know, entertaining or a fun conversation? A little tease there? Oh, I mean, if, if we if we went down that path, we'd be here all day. There, <laughs> there are a lot of guys on this team that are really engaging. Um, the guy who comes to mind immediately is Jordan Davis. Um you know, Jordan is Jordan's a guy that when he walks off the bus, you look at him and go, he he's he's the baddest dude out there. And and the way that he plays, he absolutely can can back that up. But to talk to him, he's got a big wide smile and a uh, great personality, a yeah. big personality. I mean, mm-hmm. he he is a larger than life kind of guy, and uh, a guy who's just excited to be out there. Um, I would say the same about Jaden Crumity. Um, you know, Jaden's a guy who has got a, I don't know, chip on his shoulders, the right the right term, but he's got a lot to prove mm. this year, and he's excited to be out there and able to do it after having to miss so many games last year with that injury. Um, you know, and, and certainly you could, you could get a sense for that in talking to him. Um, on the offensive side, uh, it's been really, really cool talking to a guy like Creed Whittemore who is uh, an early enrollee but a freshman and a guy I think that is mature enough and can lean on his background enough that I think he'll find a way to play this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. Uh, you know, he, he he says all the right things, does all the right things, but again, big personality, um, easy to talk to. You know, those are some guys that stand out to me. And, I mean, the, the guys that everybody know and, you know that that they all know and love. They all fit in that box too. Will's fantastic to talk to. Uh, Woody Marks, great guy to talk to. Bookie Watson, Jet Johnson, um, Marcus Banks is a guy I really like talking to. And you know, playing back there at safety this year, um, I, I hope it's a good year for him. But he and and Sean Preston 
in that safety room were great guys to spend some time with. So um, we got a bunch of them. Yeah. I mean, we do. And uh, and fortunate to have not only some guys who are good at playing football, but guys who are high character, really good people. Good stuff. Neil Price on your radio, he's talking about the new Dog Daily podcast. Subscribe to it wherever you can get one. You know, search it. Uh, search the Hale State Plus Podcast Network, and it's there. Really good stuff coming your way. Neil, um, I, I planned on spending a little time previewing uh, camp. We're, we're kind of out of time on the radio. we got plenty of time to do that, but I guess what? Real quick here with about a, a 30 seconds to a minute left, camp kicks up this weekend, correct? Starts uh, tomorrow. Yeah, they, they report today, and uh, first practice is tomorrow morning. So, yeah, it's here. It's here. Well, good deal. Well, I can't wait to see you out at practice one of these days, and Thanks. Uh, well, first of all, tip of the cap on the hard work. Can't wait to listen in, and uh, and I'll see you soon. You're right. It's go right. time. Yeah, it's it's here. It's here. Matt, appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Same to Bye, you. Man. Talk soon. That's, see you. See you. That's Neil Price on Twitter, at Hale State Voice, and on social media. You can check him out there. It's go time, he said. So State's reporting today. I saw where, what, Ole Miss began practice a little earlier this week, so they're already underway. And State reported today gets going tomorrow. Here we go. Here we go. Buckle your chin strap. We'll be kicking that thing off before you know it. That's a good way to kick off the show with Hale State voice Neil Price on the radio. Just getting started with you on this Thursday. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team. Coming to your texts next. Stick around. Ready to talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think. Back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team. Roshana, I apologize. We kind of got caught up, or I did, not we. I got caught up in talking to Neil. We were talking about the new podcast he's got out. Y'all are really going to enjoy it with Neil. He does a great job with uh, interviews and everything else. Uh, the new Dog Daily podcast from Mississippi State. And your question was, what's his favorite sport to to call or to voice? And I wish I'd gotten a chance to ask him that. But we'll get him on again soon, you know, before the season rolls around. And uh, maybe we can get that one in there. Uh, we did have some predictions popping up, too, all over the place early in the show. It's kind of like, you know, we get we get what is getting football back. You got a preseason game tonight, even though it's just sort of having football back. And uh, we start uh, – feeling good about ourselves we start making predictions marcus uh commented on youtube he said he's got a prediction that state will beat south carolina he goes mississippi state 31 south carolina 28 and says that two of state's touchdowns will be defensive shoot man you win that game on the road take it any way you can get it won't you for sure will commented on youtube he said hail state matt what happened he says, uh, I left the country for vacation last Wednesday, and when I came back, Colorado is back in the Big 12, and the Pac-12 is about to implode. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I was just seeing that, Will. 
There's stuff on social media out there today, like right now, going, okay, Washington, University of Washington is having a special meeting tonight of like board of trustees, directors, whatever you call them. Uh, what, Arizona had a special meeting last night? They're all about to split. That league is breaking up. You know, be interesting to see what's next. Now, Greg, here's to you, sir. I think we did this before, didn't we, Greg? Well, we're doing it again. This is becoming a yearly tradition on August the 3rd here on this show. And that is wishing he and Tracy, Greg and Tracy, he comments on Facebook, a happy anniversary. It's their 32nd wedding anniversary. Tip of the cap to Greg and Tracy, particularly Tracy, for putting up with Greg for 32 years. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. All right, over to the text line, the country-pleasing text line, country-pleasing sausage on Grocery store shelves all around the southeast. Walk in there and say, country pleasing, please. You want to text the show, you can. It's 885-3776. Got it? 885-3776. Unnamed texter hit us up when uh, we were introducing Neil. And he said, Tulu says, Tulu. He said, good gravy. I am ready to put on the pads. Yeah, here it is. No one in their seat here in Starkville. Everyone on their feet. As Gill runs up to the football, the NC State kicker boots it away with his right foot, and this game is underway. Griffin from the goal line. Straight ahead, 5-10 between the hashes, 15, 20, 30. Breaks a tackle there, angling left, 35, 40. He's into the open field. Tulu says Tulu on the opening kickoff. Touchdown, MSU. There are no flags. Uncle Frank texts the show. He said, I grew up with Larry Munson, but that gentleman, Neil Price from State, has got what it takes to be a legend. He really does. He's got it, man. The skill and the ability and the voice and everything. He's got it. Excellent announcer. Jake from Yazoo says, just a country boy. I said, is he? A, he he's talking about eating grass. It's football season. He's an LSU fan. He said, he's just a football fan. Engineer degree. From Ole Miss, but no affiliation with any teams, really. Cheer for good Egg Bowl uh, every year. And just assume LSU wins every game, sans MSU and Ole Miss. Now, I didn't know you could get an engineering degree from Ole Miss. I didn't know they gave them. Jake, I'm confused. I thought there was only one real engineering, college of engineering in the state of Mississippi. That's all. (laughs) Uh, All right, look here. Unnamed texter says Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback in the SEC. All right, and look, this is a carryover from yesterday. We had Chris Doring's list of the top five quarterbacks in the league. He did have Jaden Daniels one. He had Will Rogers two, and then he, I think he had KJ Jefferson three, and then Milton at Tennessee, and then uh, the transfer from NC State, who's transferred over to Kentucky at number five. Sven followed up today and said, you never did tell us who your number one was. I said, if I was making a list, I probably would put, for now, until we see a little more of everything, I probably would put K.J. Jefferson at the top of the list. Big guy, dual threat. He can beat you in more ways than one. Jaden Daniels can do the same thing. Jefferson's a little bigger and has more experience. Maybe just, well, I say more experience, but more experience in the SEC, right? And, but... Really what I said yesterday, too, nobody's going to argue really with any of those guys you put at number one because it's pretty clear 
in terms of those coming back. I mean, and somebody's going to surprise you. We don't know who Alabama's is going to be. We don't know who Georgia's QB is going to be yet, sort of. But what about the comparison? So just so we're clear, all right, coming into the year, we know that Jaden Daniels has played one year for LSU, just one. Prior to that, he played in 29 career games at Arizona State. He played in 12 games as a freshman in 2019 at Arizona State. Four games in 2020 at Arizona State. COVID year, they didn't play. And then 13 games at Arizona State in 2021 before transferring to LSU. So, I mean, K.J. Jefferson does have a bump, maybe an experience, certainly at his team and at his school and in SEC stadiums and against SEC defenses. Daniels at LSU's only done it one year, but he has played a lot of football because he played a ton his first three years at um, at Arizona State. Numbers, if you if you like numbers, I'll put them out there. Stats don't tell you the whole story, but here they are. So last season at LSU, Daniels threw he went he went for sixty eight percent completions, two thousand nine hundred yards. 17 touchdowns and only three interceptions. And that went with 885 yards rushing, 11 rushing touchdowns. And they ran a trick play once, and he caught a touchdown also. It was only a catch of the whole year. So other than passing, he accounted for 12 other touchdowns also. I mean, that's really big-time numbers, right? And the thing is, a lot of that was later in the year they started a little slow uh, with him. But, you know, once he got his feet under him, I mean, he, he just realized, uh, you know, just play ball, slow the game down a little bit, and take off and run when you're not sure, and he could outrun anybody. When you look at K.J. Jefferson, he has played in across four years at Arkansas coming into this year. He has played in, what, 32 games? Yeah. 32 career games. So he's played in more games in college than Daniels has. So obviously his career numbers are going to be a little better. And certainly his passing numbers are better. Two years ago, 2021, his first year to be the starter. Now he played in three games at Arkansas his first year, played in five the next year. Became the starter in 2021. Jefferson went for 67%, 2,600 yards, but 21 touchdowns and only four interceptions. Last year, he missed a couple of games because of injury. But last year, in 11 games, he goes for, again, 2,600 yards. Went up in percentage, 68% completion, just like Daniels last year. And Jefferson last year threw 24 touchdowns and only five interceptions. He threw seven more touchdown passes than Daniels threw last year at LSU. Jefferson did at Arkansas, and he did it in fewer ball games because he was banged up and hurt. And on top of that, running the football. Um, Across all four years of his career, he's had rushing touchdowns. K.J. Jefferson has. The last two years, both years, he's been over 600 yards rushing. Remember, Daniels had 800 last year. And last year, Daniels had double-digit rushing touchdowns. K.J. Jefferson had six rushing TDs in 21. He had nine rushing touchdowns last year. So there is, you know, a similar nature to their games and how they've been used in offenses, dual threat, 
certainly a run threat, both of them. Jefferson is not going to outrun Daniels on a dead sprint. No. But there are going to be some roadblocks that K.J. Jefferson is going to run right through and knock the barricades down. And Daniels ain't going to do that. <laughs> so they're two different types of runners. You know, a little more explosive, a couple more touchdown runs last year for Daniels. But Jefferson has done, you know, essentially effectively the same thing and has been more of a threat with his arm across two full years of starting in the SEC than Jaden Daniels was last year. Do you see that comparison? Again, not the same type of player. But all those things combined lead me to go, if I'm making a list, all it is is a list. It it doesn't really have any impact on anything, but we had the question. If I'm making a list, I'm putting K.J. Jefferson number one. He's bigger. He'll run through a stop sign. Jaden Daniels has got to make a turn, go around the block. Better arm. I don't know about arm strength. Who cares? They, get, they both got plenty of it. It's just that across two years as an SEC starter, K.J. Jefferson in both years has been a more explosive passer and has had more scoring throws than Daniels did last year. So for now, put, for me, put K.J. number one. We didn't even talk about the guy who's the most accurate passer, one of the most accurate in the history of the SEC, who's coming back for his fourth year start, and that's Will Rogers. That's a different conversation we're having. All right. Let me know what you think. Rolling along right after this. Stick around. Your sport. It's often difficult to satisfy that special hunger. Not here, because you've got Matt Wyatt. Oh, I am starving. Don't worry, he's got a menu full. All right, back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. I'm looking at... Uh, my phone here, my iPhone 12 Pro Max from C Spire. And there is a sports reporter from WJTV in Jackson. And his name is either Blake Levine or Blake Levine or Blake Levin. I, I want to get the pronunciation of his name correct, the last name, but I don't know which it is. Beaver, you wouldn't by chance know if it's Levin, Levine, or Levine, do you? It's Levine. Okay, thank you. See, all I had to do was ask you. So Blake Levine, and he is, uh, it says WJTV Sports Director uh, in Jackson, and he is tweeting this news. Hartfield Academy is ineligible for the 2023 MAIS 6A playoffs due to recruiting violations. It says, his tweet says, the school has also been fined $7,500, along with two coaches being banned from coaching games this season. And uh, he also, less than an hour ago, uh, put it out there that Hartfield is appealing the ruling. Now, 
there may be others reporting it. That just happens to be where I saw it on Twitter. And if you look at the comments, there are there's somebody that that is putting out there a document. And you know, again, it's one of those where like you hesitate. I, I hesitate sometimes just to go reading a document that looks like an official press release from the Affairs Committee of the MAIS. I mean, it looks as official as it is, but unless you know, you could get duped. I don't want to get duped, but given that a, a legit reporter has put the news out there that Hartfield is going to be ineligible for the playoffs and they're being fined and two coaches are suspended, it, this document would match up. It looks like a, almost like a press release type of document from uh, the MAIS. It is dated, it is actually dated yesterday. Today's the third, so this document was dated yesterday, the second. Um, if that news broke and y'all knew about it, I, I missed it, so I apologize. I'm just seeing it for the first time. But this says that it was St. Joseph Catholic School in Madison that filed an official illegal recruiting complaint against Hartfield for violating uh, a rule in the handbook. And it said after they reviewed it, they took a vote. Apparently it was a nine on that committee. The affairs committee was a nine to nothing unanimous vote uh, for the, the punishment. So, yeah, the team is ineligible for the 6A playoffs this year. The school is fined $7,500. And then they've got two coaches who are not able to coach in games but are going to be able to coach in practice. So there you go. What do you think about that? Hmm. What do you think? Res Dog texts the show and says the coaches should be fired, but don't punish the kids. Well, that's what's happening. A recruiting violation. But see, I would, I would, it, it's a tangled web there, Res Dog. But, you know, if I put myself in one of those coaches' shoes, uh, maybe some of the worst punishment you could give me would be to punish the team and not allow them to play in the playoffs. You, you look those seniors in the eye. Whew. Whew. That's tough. And I hate that. All right, over to the text line. Let's get caught up. The last one I read was a little bit ago when someone said that Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback in the SEC. At times he sure played like it last year. Nick texts the show, country pleasing text. He says, first play of the season, Arnett should line up five wide and run mesh in honor of Leach. Just don't let Will check out of it and hand it off to Woody. <laughs> well, didn't they do that, though, in the bowl game? Am I crazy? Other teams did that, too, right? Um, Tommy Anaheim says, the Big Ten is going to have true East and West conferences. Yeah, divisions. Yeah, no doubt about it. You get Oregon and Washington in there along with USC, UCLA. You got a true Western division in the Big Ten, you know, whatever they call their divisions. Um, I tell you, man, look. I, I know if DJ were listening, he may not be today. If he were, he would probably be able to get in here and weigh in on this. But you got to admit, okay, those of us that are, have always been SEC people and SEC lovers and SEC apologists. I mean, you got to admit, we wake up tomorrow and Washington and Oregon are headed to the Big Ten. 
with the television package that they already have and the footprint that they already have. I know it's not the South where the fan bases are as passionate as they, they are, but that's strong. That is strong. Coupled with the fact that the Big Ten leaders had the wherewithal and the foresight down the road to get a television contract and television uh, rights agreement for the league that involves several networks, not just one. Now, let me step aside and just throw this out there for you. I, I don't want to bore you all to tears with, you know, trying to talk over my head on stuff, and that would do it and bore you to tears. But at some point, we're going to have to take a look at it. Right now, I mean, we trust our university presidents and Greg Sankey, who's leading up the SEC. But they went out and struck a television rights deal for the league that is solely, only ESPN. Said bye-bye to CBS. It's all ESPN. And everything I'm reading over the last couple of days is is inside info about how Disney views ESPN as its quote-unquote problem network and is desperately trying to sell it to somebody. And I'm not smarter. I know there's plenty of money there, obviously, because they get this contractual agreement. And you got a contract you're sort of protected by it. But I don't, it, just, it can't make you sit there and just feel like you're totally in the driver's seat. I mean, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm basically going back and saying to DJ who called in to set me straight on the Big Ten's TV thing based on one of my comments that he's right. Their deal is more money. It involves more than one network, which certainly seems more healthy to me than just marrying ESPN with everything they have been and have become. Maybe I need to look at it a different way. I don't know. And now you look at their footprint, and they're fixing to add potentially add Oregon and Washington. And we don't know what Arizona and the Arizona schools are going to do. Maybe it is Big 12. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's Big 10 West. (laughs) And all of a sudden, the Big 10 would be the big boy. I'm just saying. Man, I'm not out out there about to jump off a ledge or anything. No skin off my back either way, but. Bill texted the show a minute ago, and he said, I just got goosebumps listening to Neil call that touchdown return for Tulu. I love the call of the touchdown for Woody Marks in overtime against Auburn also. Auburn with a three-man, make it a four-man front. Handoff, Marks sliding left. Marks to the three, to the two, to the one. Touchdown! Touchdown! State wins it in overtime. Uh, the unnamed texture says, hey, unnamed texture, another one. One decent year in the SEC does not make you the best in the SEC. And that's in reference to uh, Jaden Daniels at LSU. Is he number one on your QB list going into the year? Is it K.J. Jefferson or is it Will Rogers and all those kinds of things? I said I'd probably go with K.J. one. Somebody said it's Jaden Daniels. And that's it. He's had, he's had one good, solid, very productive, 11 rushing touchdowns, 17 passing touchdowns. Beat Alabama year, one of those. Mac texts the show and says, I still would take Will Rogers number one. Listen, I'm excited to watch Will. He's got a chance to shed the air raid moniker this year and to do some stuff. I'm excited about him. I saw this stat, though. 
that I had to look at it, go double take, and then you boggle your mind. You're like, what? But apparently this is a stat. And you got to change this, period. Y'all got to go change this. People and the guys in the locker, you got to bow up, grow up, and go change this. Said State has not thrown a touchdown pass against Alabama since Dak Prescott did it in 2014. Now think about that. <laughs> has not thrown a touchdown pass against Alabama since 2014 when Dak Prescott did it, and at the time they were ranked number one in the country in the first ever college football playoff poll. Isn't that unbelievable? State has just largely not been all that competitive in that rivalry. So, you know, it was a competitive game in 14 in Tuscaloosa, really competitive game in Starkville in 2017, but outside of that, it hasn't been competitive. That's a heck of a stat right there. Got to change it. Got to go change it. All right, more text that we'll roll over into hour two. That's coming up. Lots of comments on the live stream as well. Looking forward to those. That's how we'll kick off hour two. Coming up in just a bit. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. Stick around. 